Welcome to Wonderment from Wiltshire College and University Centre. Just to let you know, we're recording this session during lockdown three, and therefore the interview has been conducted remotely. Today, we're welcoming Sam Arnold and Sean Wu, co-founders of Laco, a new restaurant in Salisbury, serving Asian fusion cuisine. Laco opened in November 2020 during the COVID-19 pandemic. The restaurant focuses on healthy eating and nutrition, offering a range of modern and traditional Asian dishes, including curry, rice bowls, wraps and salads, alongside raw juices and smoothies. So welcome, Sam and Sean. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, no problem at all. Thank you for having us. So um, we've taken a look at your menu and it is absolutely mouthwatering as well as, well as being really pretty. I have to say, I wish I lived in Salisbury so I could come and try your food. Um, so first of all, congratulations for starting a new business. How, how's it going? Um, yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's, it's going well. Um, we um, obviously launched in uh, November of 2020 uh, and had a, had a few weeks of uh, normal trading before being uh, uh, put into lockdown with everyone else. Um, and since then, we've had a, a few obstacles like, uh, like everyone has, um, which uh, is, is, has impacted our industry a lot but um it's it's nice that we've uh, essentially been able to have this soft launch and uh, it's helped us find our feet and um, hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be ready to um to, to fully launch once uh, once the lockdown restrictions are lifted um and we'll be fully prepared for that and, and we can't wait to um welcome welcome the people of salisbury into uh, into our restaurant and uh, um and 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 see what what they think of about our food and 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 the uh, the restaurant that we've uh, created. Absolutely, that must be sort of so exciting for you. I know everyone in the hospitality industry is sort of raring to go at the moment, and it's been so unstable for um for such a long time for you all. Um, and I mean, starting any business during COVID is such an incredibly brave thing to do. So it's so it's so good to hear that it's um doing so well in su- in such a challenging climate, like you say. So I mean, obviously you had in some ways maybe an advantage starting during covid in some ways that restaurants who were just operating normally might not have had um did you did you find that you had a bit of an advantage sort of starting already knowing what was going on um i think uh, in you know in, in in every scenario you can sort of create advantages for you and obviously there are also challenges for you as well so obviously with with starting in covid um, as you correctly sort of uh, mentioned, that we sort of had the operational advantages um, at the start when, when well, as, as I mentioned, when we had a few weeks uh, without without the COVID restrictions, uh, we found that we were being being sort of all new to business and just out of university. Everything was happening all at once, and it was uh, it was it was really quite frantic. Um, but the the, uh, the the lockdown and COVID has meant that we've been able to find our feet, and, and that relieves some of the operational pressures. Uh, since it's sort of it was a 24-hour operation, pretty much we started doing breakfast, uh, lunch, and dinner, and 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 it was there was just wasn't any time to sort of uh, figure things out. And so um, this this period of of uh, lockdown restriction has, has meant that we've been able to sort things out, um, and and come up with a with a really hopefully fantastic product that's um, polished for when people come in uh, and so certainly um, we had that advantage um, but of course uh, with um, you know being able to open um, in a limited capacity obviously uh, gives us more 
business pressure, I suppose, uh, mm. when it comes to, you know, uh, because obviously, you know, things like your, your, your overheads and those all still need to be covered. And so um, by having a limited um, ability to do so, it makes it, it makes it more of a challenge, but it also presents us with, with more opportunities as well. Uh, in the future and, and, and opportunities that we can we can explore so for example we've been able to really focus on uh, our online systems our online ordering online deliveries um, and, um, and and potentially explore other 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 business ventures for example we're, we're sort of we're looking to, to start a, uh, a village scheme delivery service uh, which involves us um, sending out uh, orders to, to villages in bulk um, and that was something that we probably wouldn't explored wouldn't have explored in, in normal times um, with the amount of uh, things that that, that um, a restaurant business has to has to sort of juggle all at once and so that wouldn't have been practical but it, but it's presented us with this opportunity and we're also looking to um, have um, you know set up lunch clubs uh, as well um, which involve sort of um, mass making, um, lunches and, and sending them out to uh, areas where you perhaps wouldn't expect to, there to be a great uh, deal of a variety of, of lunches so uh, for example um, going to industrial estates and um, you know places that, that are relatively far out um, to, to try and give people healthier lunches and things and so we're planning those things and we wouldn't have had the, the ability to do that in, in normal times so I think um, in every situation you can you can find uh, opportunities and so that's what we've been trying to to use this this covid lockdown period for amazing that's so in interesting to hear of the different sort of new ways you found to adapt and i mean the vi the village scheme that's uh, sounds really unique i've never heard of anything like that before could you tell me a bit more about how that would work yeah so i mean we're still very much in 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 the uh, the trial process of it all um on Wednesday, we are going to a, a village in Hampshire called Wellow, uh, um, and um, we're, we're essentially we have um, one of one of the guys who launched with us um, is uh, who lives in Wellow, and he has sort of um, you know a lot of friends in Wellow, and so we are um, delivering fifteen deliveries to Wellow. Um, mm. And um, these deliveries um, have to be made by uh, 12 p.m. the day of the delivery, so that gives us time to prepare. Uh, and then we're working on uh, the logistics of it and and seeing if we can if, if we can make a, if we can make it work. So um, we would have the addresses all in advance, and um, we would pinpoint where they were, and we would make uh, we would uh, start our route. Uh, plan our route so we know where we're going, uh, what to look for, um, and 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 just to experiment to see if this is possible. Um, when we, you know, in a short time of, of trading, we've we've noticed that usually, you know, about eighty percent of orders uh, come in a in a very small time slot in the evening, uh, and so if we can have it set up logistically so that we can go from house to house to house within one confined area, despite being far away. Um, then hopefully we can um, offer a, a, a takeaway service uh, to people who, who wouldn't necessarily usually consider a takeaway. For example, in a village like Wello, which is 
sort of five miles away from Romsey, which is the nearest area where you could probably get a takeaway. And so by the time you go to a takeaway shop in in Romsey, you would, the food would be cold and they wouldn't deliver that far out either. Um, and so, you know, for, for us, LACO is, is just trying to um, offer healthy food, nutritious food, balanced food to, to as many people as possible um, and to just improve the accessibility of it. And so um, that, that, that starts with, you know, you know that, and that can be in any form. So that could be by trying, trying to make it accessible to people who, who live in, in villages where it's not normally accessible for, for takeaways, let alone healthy takeaways. Or, you know, as I mentioned, at lunch club, when people are, are working in, in relatively remote locations, for example, um, and making healthy, nutritious food accessible to them too. That's that's really amazing to hear. I mean, um, obviously Wiltshire has loads of people in, but obviously one of the big challenges of operating around here is that it's so that the population is so um, sort of spread out, and in such small rural communities, it can be difficult for small businesses to get a foothold there. Um, so it's so fantastic to hear that you're innovating like that to sort of find a way around these problems. Um, so yeah, that that's amazing. Um, so you mentioned you were at university. Uh, did you finish last summer? Yes, yeah, so I, yeah. I finished last summer, um, and um, and yeah, and Sam as well. Yeah, I did as well. Um, Sean, Sean had mentioned to me before about uh, a fair few years back. It's been a long time in the making, has that go? Um, so yeah, but um, I've yeah basically joined um, over the summer helping Sean helping Sean set, set up, but Sean's been, uh, Laco's been in his mind for quite a while, I think. Um, but yeah, I'm first sure, got I mean, it going after uni. Did, did you did you study business or is this, were you, have you always been interested in sort of starting your own businesses or um, is this sort of more just like an enterprise between friends kind of thing? Um, so I, I think what, what's fantastic is that um, it's it's me and Sam, but there's also uh, Adam, who's, who's part of who's part of who launched with us, as well as uh, Meg and Alex, uh, and 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 everyone um, has um, a background, uh, like a university background that 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 um, really benefits the business. Um, so um, Adam, for example, did study business. Um, and um, Sam, um, well, I'm sure Sam can tell you about uh, his, his degree too, um, which uh, has a huge impact on, on our business decisions. And I think, it, yeah, so I think that's a really good maybe platform for, for Sam to maybe expand on, 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 on what you studied um, and um, how that influences our business is actually a real um, core, um, core part of our business, the nutrition. And so, what uh, that Sam's degree and background really, really helps us in that regard. Um, yeah, I guess that's an invitation for me to go in there. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, I, I studied um, sports science at Loughborough University. So uh, a lot of it's was geared towards exercise and how to use that to help um, the population stay healthy. Um, but there was also a few modules on nutrition as well. And that's something I got really interested in. And given that um, Sean was working on this LACO idea and it sounds so interesting and amazing um, and how he really wanted to have a big societal influence as well. And I think one of the 
biggest things you can do is to try and um try and try and help people live healthy lifestyles so um yeah we've made it a, a big big part of of what we do um just making sure the nutrition is on point because um yeah we're strong believers that can have a big effect um for your obviously your physical health but also your mental health which is which is so important in a time like this um especially but of all the time as well um so so yeah that that's that's kind of where i come into things anyway yeah i mean absolutely i think i'm sorry go on no go on no i just just because i um obviously when when you when you asked the question you uh i think you mentioned um uh, so whether whether or not yeah that was it whether or not uh, we had all um you know wanted to do business and whether that was um uh, a thing right from the very offset that we all wanted to to be in business um and or, or whether it, whether or not it was it was more sort of a, a couple of friends joining up to um to work together and and i think it, uh, the reality is, is is it was a bit of both i think um um having just uh, finished university um with us uh, at the time we finished university um it, it made sense for us to to try a business because it, uh, covid and, and things like that presented the perfect opportunity for us to do so um partly because um you know when, whenever whenever something like that happens there's there's an opportunity to to explore something new um but also because uh, ultimately uh, it was a it would it was a very difficult time for for uh, for, for new graduates to, to 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 get employment opportunities and and things like that and so uh, from my perspective it was it was the perfect opportunity to get some really really um you know talented people i.e. my friends to help me out um essentially because I, I don't think I'd necessarily have access to to the people involved in the business now. Uh, in normal times, because in normal times they perhaps would have would have would have looked to go into, you know, into the graduate schemes, which obviously weren't available to us at the time, um, and so it's uh, it's all sort of fused in quite well as well, just um, with everyone's backgrounds as well, and with Adam's, you know, um, understanding in business, um, as he did a business degree, and then obviously Sam's um, understanding in nutrition, um, and and really uh, setting the guidelines for us to try and innovate and create products and dishes uh, for people within those that within that nutritional understanding um so so yeah it just um just everything came together quite nicely yeah um, it sounds sounds like the sort of perfect marriage of all the different elements and as you said um you know covid despite all the challenges has presented really good opportunities for people to do things that they perhaps have always wanted to do but never had the opportunity and a lot of people have tried becoming self-employed and tried um branching out and you know making their hobbies pay the bills so it's it's really fantastic to hear that you guys have managed to sort of turn the situation to your advantage like that and and really bring something quite worthwhile to um just to, to Salisbury um so just sort of touching back on the nutritional side of things because I think I'm, everyone will be really interested in this for, for anyone who hasn't seen the LACO website um sort of it's it's got loads of healthy options but um not only this it, every every dish has sort of the nutritional content there and um you, you even get a breakdown of sort of macronutrients for each dish and I think this is um so important because it gives your consumers 
um, so much sort of choice and power and really really empowers them to make the right choices for themselves. Um, and obviously you say you, um, uh, is it Sam's done the, the sports science degree? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really amazing that you've managed to like um, sort of innovate like this. Um, what is it that sort of inspired you to focus so much on health? Is it just, was it, was it from doing your degree? Was it sort of, you noticed a gap in the market? Is it just your own personal sort of ethics? Um, yeah, well, I, I think, I think um, combining those, yeah, the, uh, there's a lot of different factors going into it that just all seem to, um, yeah, it's just narrow into it. It definitely being a huge part of our, of our brand. Um, in terms of a gap in the business, we definitely saw that um, unhealthy kind of processed foods that are cheap are like really readily available e- even in Salisbury but um, this, yeah everywhere in the world and it's like far less um, easy and convenient um, to get access to, to healthy good quality um, food that we sell so like yeah so that w- that was the the first first gap for sure um, another key part of our business is that the nutrition is customizable. So as well as being able to see that, um, breakdown of, of the nutrients, um, you can also often choose between a regular and a large or add extra protein to your meal. Um, and those kind of things, which I think is, is really important. And I think it's crazy that, um, more food businesses don't offer this solution as as well. Um, just considering that, like everyone in in the world world is so different. Um, so I think I think it's really important for us that we we offer offer um, uh, options for for everyone um, because I think that's even the the other kind of similar brands around like the Leons and the Pretz um, don't kind of offer that customizable element. Um, and I think that's, that's really important for us to make it personable, um, and to show that we're, we're making, making the food specific to you and, um, your needs basically. Absolutely. And I think you've really struck the balance between offering sort of something for everyone as you suggest but also having your own identity and you really do have if you look at the website and photos of your restaurant um you really do have a very strong brand identity which is not just catering to everyone's needs but yeah so that's really interesting and as you mentioned leons and pretz food like yours and your sort of business model is more readily available in places where you do find lots of chain restaurants and uh, you know larger sort of hubs like for example round round in Wiltshire maybe Bath maybe Salisbury maybe Bristol if you're willing to go to Somerset and otherwise you know you'd have to go to the big big cities Cardiff London to find things like this and as someone who lives rurally and as a vegan myself um I it is really tricky to find um you know like you said healthy but also affordable and interesting exciting food rurally um particularly as a as a takeaway you know this is the kind of thing you have to make yourself so it's really it's sort of brilliant to see that um you're sort of doing this here um i mean have you got plans to take it anywhere else um yeah i, I sean's had uh a big plans for for a long time i'm certainly on board with this as well but yeah to um 
so as you said the, the that kind of market is kind of concentrated into like central london and bristol and those kind of places but yeah um it, it was really important for us to, to start in somewhere local to us and try and try and make a difference in um in an area um that that we've grown up in and maybe make a difference to people's lives that 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 live around us um and that we know um so yeah that was the starting point but yeah we certainly sean and uh, me i guess um have certainly got plans to to take it to to, to bigger places too for sure yeah, yeah i think uh, i think what's also really important to to highlight is, is as you as you correctly mentioned that obviously in the bigger locations and in places like london you have a, a huge well a, a, a lot a lot more sort of options when it comes to eating healthily um obviously with the office workers etc yeah but i think um the whole the whole idea is that we want to try and make eating well uh, accessible to, to as, as many people as possible and so that means we can't uh, overlook those that aren't aren't in those sort of commercial hubs and 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 in those large large areas and so with with launching in salisbury it gives us this ability to hopefully um uh, reach out to, to more people that wouldn't necessarily um, have, have had the, this kind of food available to them. And I think um, in terms of, you know, the founders mentality, I guess, me, Sam, Adam, we all grew up in in, in, in and around Salisbury. Uh, and speaking from my personal experience, when I was younger, um, I certainly would have liked to have, an, to have had an option to, to eat well and to have um, a, a, like a Leon in Salisbury or, or whatnot. But um but that wasn't the case and so um i guess like um like with many businesses you kind of you kind of found that you kind of create what you, what you would want um mm. and so i think we've we've managed to do that um but um i think from a, a business sense um there are sort of uh, challenges um that many of the, the major chains would face in coming to rural areas or, or smaller areas such as salisbury for example, the Leons of the world, or, or or the Pretz, or the Pures, or or those kind of or those kinds of places, um, and it's obviously um, due to due to the fact that that, that you just don't get um, that that footfall of people, mm-hmm. um, and that's so that's what's that that's why it's really important for us to to explore the things like the village scheme and explore the lunch club, um, to to make things um, sort of economically sustainable. Um, and, and, and in, a, in a way that, that a Leon or, 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 a, or a pure launching in Salisbury wouldn't necessarily be economically sustainable. And so that's one of our major challenges. Uh, and so, yeah. so, yeah. Of course. And, um, and obviously you're touching on the fact that, yeah, that a lot of people perceive that there isn't the market for this sort of food in places like Salisbury have you found um, a good response have you found lots of customers who are excited by your food well I mean I think the um, the reviews have generally been um, very good and we've had great feedback and I think um, the next stage of it all is, 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 is to try and um, market it and, and, and make it as widely accessible to people as possible so that they know about us too um, and I think that's been obviously a challenge in COVID. I think obviously with people not coming into town so much, we're relying on on online ads and things um, to to spread the word about what about what we're trying to do. Um, but yeah, I think um, 
Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. So, um, sort of moving on to, I suppose, a few more personal questions. So you took, Sean, you took the premises over from your parents. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. How long ago did your parents have a restaurant there? Uh, so they had a restaurant um, on Fisherton Street um, about about ten years ago, I think. They 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 had the Dragon, um, which was like a an all you can eat buffet restaurant, um, about ten years ago, I think. And then they sold it, and then they they got and then and and then the the people they sold it then uh, they catered the property after, um, and 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 then took it back. And then when they took it back, um, obviously. Um, we couldn't relaunch um, a buffet restaurant because of the COVID restrictions mm. um, with with people. Uh, there's no way you can do social distancing with people standing around uh, <laughs> like a buffet table, and so we uh, we had to we had to come up with something new. And so that was uh, a, a, you know one of the the events that that led to the creation of of Laco in its present form. Yeah, of of course. Did you do you feel like you carried anything on from the dragon? Um, so, I mean, I think it's certainly helpful that, that my family have got a, a background in, in the hospitality industry. And of course, with our, with this business, it's, it's very different in terms of what we're offering. Um, mm. Perhaps the, the, the target market, well, not necessarily the target market in terms of individual people, because anyone can eat well, but just the target market in terms of what that person's going to want at a particular time so I guess everyone has healthy and, and unhealthy things um, so, so obviously we, we were we were taking it in a, in a completely different direction um, but what is great is that that there is that support for me um, in terms of in terms of um, you know uh, in terms of running a restaurant and, and uh, setting a restaurant up um, you know we, we have experience from there too and uh, I guess with a buffet restaurant, we that my parents used to cook quite a, a wide variety of dishes, and so it gives us inspiration uh, and a real good back, uh, a platform to to innovate um, and create dishes. Of course, within a certain nutritional profile um, that wasn't once there. Um, so yeah, it's certainly useful for us. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it is. Um, okay, so you sort of you have a scientist on board, you have a business person on board. Who is the chef? <laughs> um, I, I I guess I guess we all uh we all chip in there. Um, okay. Yeah. Um. So I think I think Sean's got the the best background in um in in kind of in kind of that area, um, and he he might have to have to have had to show me and Adam a few things in terms of um, handling a knife and, and so <laughs> forth, which was certainly necessary as there has been a few mishaps along the way. But um, uh, but yeah, we, we've like uh, throughout uni, I, I, I got interested in nutrition quite a bit and I've always tried to, um, I, I'm like a big believer that nutrition is is vital for your physical and mental health as i said earlier so i i throughout uni i've tried to cook healthily but also also interesting tasty food as well um as i just think has uh, has such an impact um and can really keep you going um so yeah uh, we've all kind of got a bit of a background and adam's adam's a, a good chef as well he's, he's he's cooked a few meals outside um outside of laco for us too um but 
it, it was a, a bit of a learning process on the job. Um, and yeah, learning, learning from Sean, especially I'd say, um, <laughs> and a bit his, his parents too. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, uh, cooking in a catering kitchen is nothing like cooking in um, a student kitchen, I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but just quickly, I wonder if you could talk me through the process of sort of designing the menu um, and sort of choosing which dishes and sort of finding the, the nutritional content of them and deciding what to, what to pair with what? Um, yeah, that that was a that was a long old process which Sean had started years ago, um, but I guess uh, to, towards the final stages. So there was there was always going to be um, our, our main dish to start off with with the curries and to kind of supplement them was the was the salads and the wraps, um, and kind of at the final stages there was a, there was a lot of food, a lot of food mm -hmm. eaten. Um, and yeah, just, just making countless meals and, um, just, yeah. And trying, trying just different combos. So I, I guess for the curries, we've got, we've got certain combos to so say sweet potato and okra for the massa man. I think in the massa man, we've probably tried all the different veg vegetable combos before, before I deciding, um, <laughs> on that for that curry. So yeah, we might have put on a little bit of, uh, a little bit in that time, but, um, and yeah, and then I guess in terms of the nutritional side of things, it was just, it was a balance between kind of, um, I guess, taking, taking kind of averages of what, um, what we, we, um, from like, uh, the literature and stuff from what the amount of food people should be eating, um, and then just trying it ourselves and, and see, see whether it was satiating as well, which it generally, it generally is with our food because we've got, um such a high um like plant-based uh content so it's tons of fiber in there which which really helps to helps to fill you up um and provide really satiating meals um but yeah i don't yeah. know whether i've deviated at all there but, uh... no no that's a brilliant answer <laughs> so so interesting to hear um okay so question for for both of you what is your favorite dish on your menu to make and your favorite dish to eat I, I think on go. on yeah go for it uh, on on the menu uh, I'd say the 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 vivenbat the winner for me um, is is a is something we've introduced um, recently I think in the last couple of weeks um, it's it's uh, like our curries it's become one of our hero dishes it was actually the idea of um, of Meg who's a who's another individual that works works with us um and it was such a great idea because yeah it's it's so damn tasty and um stupid well, pretty pretty simple to make once you've got all the all, all the prep work done um mm. uh but could you maybe yeah, explain so, what it is for, for listeners who might not know yeah, sorry <laughs> that's okay um, no no worries yeah i i would have had no idea before meg, meg mentioned it as well <laughs> so it's silly of me to just presume um no, not at all. but it's it's basically it's a um it's got rice base um and then it's on top of the on top of the rice is a, a ton of different vegetables we've got um kale bean sprouts carrot red cabbage um and green beans but they're all um kind of marinated in uh in in a, i guess uh in different ingredients to make them taste um really tasty as well 
Um, and then you've got the option to add that with kimchi and pickled muri too. Um, and then we got teriyaki tofu or lemongrass chicken on top of that too. And then there's the classic bibimbap sauce, which is got chajang based, which is which which is very good. And then um, a teriyaki option as well. So oh, yeah, wow! Kind of I wish dish. I wish I'd eaten before doing this because <laughs> I might have to drive over to Salisbury right now. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Oh, yeah, and I think favorite. for me it would be the um, just the, uh, the the purple rice ball curries um, that we have. Um, they're sort of like uh, well, they're just we've got curries from from across the world, uh, well mainly across Asia. That's that's where we we that's where the core of our of our dishes are from but um i think the masaman curry is really nice and all of our curry served with with purple rice a bit like uh the rice that's served in the bibimbap and um again the purple rice was um a decision that was was made based on on also the, the health properties of it as opposed to the, the classic white rice uh, for example mm. and so it's um very high in fiber and, as well as um uh you know it has antioxidant properties as well um, and so um, I would personally say the, uh, the, the, yeah, the, the curry rice balls, the purple curry rice balls. Wow, that, those both sound amazing. And I, I know from personal experience, I'm sure lots of people can relate that cooking healthy food at home um, can be, it can be difficult to make it exciting, but it sounds like you guys have really hit the nail on the head and that all sounds absolutely delicious. Um, so, so one last question for me. Where would your dream location be for a new restaurant if you were if you were to expand Laco? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> for, for me, I think I I actually think because obviously I think um, the, the 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 classic answer would po- po- possibly be in, in one of those you know commercial hubs, a really big city and prime location. Um, but but for me, I I think. With Laco, I, I kind of my my sort of belief is that you should always try and provide people with what they don't already have. And so, if you're going into a, a prime location, then, then people already have loads of options. Um, okay, they might they might be they might not. Uh, I, I hope they they're not quite as good as us, but but they already have the the ability and the capacity to eat well in those locations. And so, for me, it's it's actually just whatever location that that enables us to um provide nutritious um affordable food to as many people as possible and that might not actually be in a prime location since those people have already got the ability to do so and so you know another area like like a Salisbury would be great especially if for example we have Salisbury and then we can have um you know uh, a suitable range of array of perhaps villages around Salisbury um to to, to to try to try the village scheme to, which is which is the um, the village delivery service because in the in these kinds of areas we can actually get food to people uh, healthy nutritious food to people in a delivery uh, in a takeaway format um, that that wouldn't that they wouldn't not necessarily normally have access to so so that would actually be my answer so it it would so in short, it wouldn't be a prime location because <laughs> in prime locations, people already have the ability to, to, to eat well, even if it might not be the exact same menu as, as what we've got offering. Yeah, so that's my focus. Um, I'm not sure what your dream location would be, though, Sam. <laughs> um, 
uh, yeah, uh, the, the, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not sure myself. Um, I suppose I, I've got ambitions to 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 get out of Salisbury myself. I guess um, as as great as it is, I do love the place. But uh, uh, for my twenties, I suppose I'd prefer to be for being a, a Bristol or a London or. Or, or, or something like that so it would be great if we can if we can get into those areas too but like what Sean said about um, making it as accessible to as many people as possible that's yeah that, that's that's definitely like just being in Salisbury is I guess uh, you know I guess it, that's our dream location for now for sure because we're we're providing um, food for that yeah there's not there's not that many options um like that in Salisbury and being able to get out into those villages um and do that too um well what's interesting as well is I think uh, uh this is a bit different but I think Sh Sean mentioned to me how Leon have like managed to get into um petrol stations as well I think like petrol stations like have, having somewhere there would be maybe not me working there myself but um having something there would be so cool as well because that's that's definitely a point where what especially once covid's over where people are traveling around where um people just don't have access to healthy food you'll you'll go into a services and it will just be burger to king mcdonald's um your meal deals which don't fill you up um mm -hmm. Uh, and that kind of thing. So I, yeah, that's that's a that's another area. I think I think we definitely definitely want want to, want to explore as well. Amazing, to... yeah, definitely taking Laco to the people. That'd be fantastic. Yes. <laughs> um, great. Yeah. Well, th thank you both so much for that discussion. It was really, really, really fascinating. Um, last thing, if you could just tell our listeners where they can find you, both online and in the real world. Uh, so well, our Insta handle is um. Uh, laco.food laco spell l-a-h-k-o-h um, and type that into google as well and you'll be able to to find um our website and, and menu um and then real world we're we're um on fishton street in salisbury um right opposite from domino so you've got a real conundrum there of whether <laughs> which way you want to go um but yeah uh so yeah that's 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 where you find us Great. Thank you so much, both of you. And thank you very much to you for listening. So stay tuned for the next podcast for, from Wiltshire College and University Centre. It's free to download and listen to.